Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Turtletow from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today from Tucson is Jamie Watkins. Jamie is Compliance Officer at Broadpath. And today we're going to be talking about something really interesting she shared uh, while at a networking session for the Healthcare Essentials Workshop. Basically, they came up with a very interesting mascot for their compliance program. Jamie, thanks for joining us. Um, what led you and the compliance team as a whole to create a mascot for your program? Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I attended the HCCA um, Basics Academy in Denver, I want to say 2019. And one of our workshops was to create a mascot. We also talked about the importance of Compliance Week and engagement events overall. So what I did when I went back to my organization was implement Compliance Week. And our first contest was to design a compliance mascot. Wow, that's fun. And uh, you ended up coming up with a blue koala. Uh, how did you come up with and choose that as the mascot for the program? So we had volunteers on our Compliance Week committee um, from different departments uh, throughout the organization. And we judged the contest winners as a, pan uh, as a panel. And the koala won. And then the color and design was um, after marketing got through and branded them towards our organization. We do have variations of different seasons and themes. Um, he'll appear a lot of different ways throughout our content. Um, but ultimately, he was branded to Broadpath. Wow. And you, you change it during the seasons? You don't have a pumpkin spice koala, do you? <laughs> no, but we did dress him up for Halloween, um, and we did have a mystery murder game where he was, you know, dressed up like Sherlock Holmes and, uh, you know, St. Patrick's Day, different holidays. He's um, got different outline, uh, different outfits and That's different great. color theme. That's so fun. Now, how did you roll out the koala to the organization as a whole? So, you know, at first, as the, you know, with the contest winners, you know, we we announced who had designed him for our organization, and then we use him in all of our materials, our compliance training, our communications. We have a um, compliance and quality newsletter that we put out. So we really just use them everywhere that we can. And I think you told me that you, like, actually leave the koala in various places. Do I remember that right? Yeah, yeah, so we have, um, you know, we have a compliance in our efforts to have more engagement and have people more comfortable with talking to us. We also have a gardening group. So we have Kelvin's garden and he, he leads, he leads our uh, gardening discussions within the organization. Wow. That's great. I, I love the fact that, um, this way it goes sort of beyond compliance and sort of insinuates compliance into all sorts of things within the organization. So how else have you used it since the rollout? Uh, definitely, again, you know, like in our communications and different games, you know, trivia games, contests, um, and just to recognize it as a brand for compliance that this communication is coming to you from compliance. Uh, yeah, and I would imagine that probably stands out. You don't have other 
mascots throughout the organization, do you? Um, there have been a few, but we, we definitely win the mascot game. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Now, what's been the employee reaction to it and impact on the relationship between compliance and the workforce? I got to imagine it's done a lot. I think it's been impactful. Um, I think the fact that it was designed by folks outside our department proves right off the bat that it's helping us engage with other folks. Um, people like to see the different uh, types of images that we have for different events or different type, you know, different seasons throughout the year. Uh, it's definitely been a lot of fun. So let's say another organization out there decides they want to make their compliance department more approachable, more fun, or just do something to make it more identifiable. What thoughts would you have for them as to, you know, one, come up with a concept and two, how to use it most effectively? Well, I think that Compliance Week is a really good way to start in different organizations. Um, it was for me. It was a way to get other departments involved and have games and topics that weren't driven um, by an escalation or some sort of incident. It gives you a space where you're really just in a fun zone and you don't, you can talk about serious topics, um, but nobody's stressed out by being there. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I think that Compliance Week is, is a really good way to kind of feel out what different things work at your organization. We really like to do trivia. Um, we'll do a trivia event once a quarter. And I love those because um, one, we have a steady group of people that just love trivia and will show up, but also because we can reiterate policy rules uh, at the beginning and just slip them in there as everyday reminders. And they've been a part of our game format, but really we're instituting rules that apply every day to the organization. Mm -hmm. No, it's a great way to sort of reduce the tension level and I think probably greatly increase the uh, receptivity level for employees uh, because they're not, as you said, in a situation where uh, an incident is being escalated or there's some sort of actual incident going on that's sort of scary to people. Um, were there any don'ts that you found of ways like not to use the koala or other things that sort of seemed fun that didn't really resonate with people or might have led you to places you didn't want to go? The Well, the one thing that did happen were the fires in Australia, so that there was a sensitive sensitivity issue around koalas um, right after we developed the mascot um, that we wanted mm -hmm. to be sensitive to because everybody's watching the news and seeing um, this, you know, the, the tragedy for the wildlife and the folks in Australia at that time. Mm. was very focused on koalas. Yeah, I can imagine that would be one of those things where the timing's unfortunate, but you do have to be mindful too it, uh, because you don't want to end up, you know, getting things off on the wrong foot or inadvertently touching on areas that are sensitive and seeming as if you're insensitive. Well, overall though, you know, I, it's, it's fun to hear this success story that you've had with the blue koala. I think it's really a, a, an interesting, fun idea, and I love the fact that it creates for the compliance team a calling card um, that lets people know that you're there and, and does it in a way which creates positive associations in people's minds. Uh, so 
Thanks for sharing uh, the story behind the blue koala with us, Jamie. I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletaub from SCCE and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective. <laughs>